Hello, everybody. Welcome to English 201 Themes in Literature class. This class is subtitled Reading Through Shakespeare. Now, what I mean by that is we're going to be reading a Shakespeare play and then a play that has been influenced by Shakespeare. And so in this class, the first one, the first play we're going to read, obviously, is The Tempest. And from there, we move into a novel that you're probably very familiar with called Harry Potter. <laughs> Uh, I laugh just because it's, it seems so well-known. But um, Harry Potter is, is significantly influenced by Shakespeare's The Tempest. Uh, Harry Potter is also influenced by Shakespeare's Hamlet. We'll read that one as well. Uh, the next Shakespeare play we look at is Othello. And I see a lot of connections between Othello, a man who is an outsider in Venice. The, the subtitle of Shakespeare's play Othello is the Moor of Venice. Well, if you know anything about 17th century Venice, you know that there are no moors in Venice. Or, well, I should say this, there are no moors of Venice. Uh, that means that there is a moor that's from Venice. Now, a moor, by definition, is from North Africa. And so he has an interesting kind of twist, even in the very title of the play, Othello, the Moor of Venice. Uh, well, it's the same twist we see in Edgar Rice Burroughs' Tarzan of the Apes. Uh, Tarzan is, is a man. He is not an ape. And yet, like Othello, he finds himself in a place where he doesn't really belong culturally speaking. Uh, for Tarzan, it's much different. Obviously, he's a human being in animal society. But, sadly, there are a couple of people in Othello's society in Venice who don't treat him much better than they would an animal. And that's quite tragic. And that, that's part of the tragedy of Shakespeare's Othello. So hopefully you'll see some connections there between Othello and Tarzan, or Othello, um, Shakespeare's Othello and Edgar Rice Burroughs' novel Tarzan. And then we move on to Hamlet, uh, which is, again, a play by Shakespeare. And then following that, we're going to read a series of short stories by Nathaniel Hawthorne. Each of those being influenced in a way by this character, Hamlet. Try to use that, that lens of Hamlet's character as you look at some of those short stories or as you look at all of those short stories. And then finally, week seven, you'll write your final paper and that's it. This is a seven-week sprint. And uh, hopefully you'll, you'll be ready to go and, and read well and stay on top of things. Uh, there are quite a few instructions here in the syllabus. I'm looking at it right now as I speak. Um, I really suggest looking at this carefully before we get started, um, or at least this first week, so that you know what's going on. Each of the assignments is listed in the syllabus, and there's a paragraph there that describes each of the assignments. Um, before that, there are some rules and requirements, a couple of things that bug me that I want you to avoid. Uh, one of those in the first section is uh, the second person, you. I'll let you read about that, but I just can't stand that narrative style. It looks, it sounds really informal and and uh, and it gets confusing. To be honest with you, it sounds preachy. It almost sounds like a slogan. You know what you need to buy? Frenchies soap. You know, it has this weird kind of marketing ring to it that doesn't work well in academic writing. And so that second person, you, I want you to avoid that in all of your writing. I have some notes here about italics and underlining of titles. That's kind of a hot one, hot button for me as well. It just looks lazy if you forget to underline or 
actually you don't underline titles you italicize them or or you quote them if it's a short story information here about your major paper and then again as i said each of the assignments so go through this first part of the the syllabus to check out the directions and the instructions for each of these assignments and i think you'll find them pretty straightforward and they just repeat they repeat week after week and so there's a bit of a system i like I like systems in my classes so that students get used to a certain system and can crank out the work without confusion. If you are confused at any point in the class, please reach out via email right away. Um, I check email all different times of the day and night, and so if you have a serious problem with an assignment or it's getting late and uh, you're worried, just shoot me an email. Uh, I'm pretty reasonable with most things like this. Uh, if I If I note that you're that you're always panicking at uh, 9.59 on s Sunday night, then we may have to have a little talk like, hey, let's get started sooner. But, um, you know, something comes up, I, I totally understand. So keep me in the loop as you are working through this class. I want to be a key resource for you. We don't meet as a class at any point. There's no scheduled meetings for this class. But please don't let that stop you from reaching out to me. That would be a travesty. Uh, I'm right here. I'm ready to go. I'm on the clock, and I am paid to answer questions and help you. That's, that's my job, and I, and I like it. I, I want to help you. I want you to, I want you to succeed. I want you to feel like you got a lifeline right here, just on the other side of that email. And I, like I said, I will respond quickly. Within, within 24 hours, if not sooner, you'll get a response from me. So reach out right away. Um, another thing, too, I grade your work each week before the next week's assignments are due so that you can avoid making the same mistakes week after week after week and losing points over and over and over on the same stuff. That doesn't make any sense, right? You want to be growing. You want to be improving. So I strongly suggest before you, before you start the second week of, of materials, look closely at the graded material from the week before. Look closely. I'll make comments on those things if there are problems. If there's no problems... Sometimes I don't make comments. Sometimes I just write, great job, because there's nothing to fix. There's nothing to improve. You nailed it. I mean, that's, that's just the, the way it is for some of these assignments. I mean, uh, a couple of these assignments, like the Foster summaries, you're just summarizing Richard Foster's book chapters. So there's not, it's not like rocket science there. Um, if you do it, boom, here's your points. Good job. And I'm not going to make a lot of comments there. You're going to find comments on other assignments, though, and if you do the if you do the foster summer summary wrong, I will make a comment and I will take points off. Look it up, figure out what happened, and if there's any confusion, reach out to me. My goal is that you get an A in this class. My goal is that you learn and you grow through the process of reading Shakespeare and other great writers. My goal is that you write a fantastic final paper for this class and, and that it is really a nice culmination of the arguments and the analysis you are being trained to do all throughout this seven-week semester. All right, welcome aboard. Glad you're here.